Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. Well, I was finally able to catch up all of the crap that I was working on. Congratulations. I can't even tell you what a relief it is. Do you want to know how far behind I am because I lost an entire day due to a douchey laptop? Oh, I'm sure. Very. It's annoying. I'm sure, but you'll catch it up. I know you. On Sunday. But here's the deal. It's not the only thing that um, made me relax today. What else made you relax today? Well, you, being the lunatic that you usually are, had shown me one time when we were in Costa Mesa this place called Float, Float Easy. Easy. And basically it's like this giant pod and they put like, I don't inches. know, 10 to 12 inches worth of water inside of there and a thousand pounds of Epsom salts. You do not have a choice but to float in that water. Pretty much. Like you sit down and you sit down and you're like, I was trying to put my earplugs in and like my legs were starting to float and it was like tipping me back and i was like i don't want this salt water in my ears damn it i had to like force my legs to the bottom of the pool and then as soon as i leaned back everything was floating like i i did not have a choice it was really yeah it's like it lifts your legs up you know holds your head up it was awesome but it's weird because it's very similar to just doing meditation yeah but it's like okay you try to meditate laying in the bed and you feel very heavy, but you're always laying in a bed. Like, you're always aware that you're laying in a bed. But you try to, like, do some kind of meditation in that thing. And, like, all of a sudden, you're on, like, Jupiter because you feel completely weightless. And you don't feel, you can't tell where you are because it's, like, body temperature water. It's freaky. Well, it makes you feel like you're floating in air. It was really cool. You know, I was thinking when I was in there, the only thing that would make it more cool is if they had like a wireless ear probe mm-hmm. you put in your ear that tells it your exact temperature and it warms the water to that exact temperature. <laughs> so you wouldn't even feel the water. Like it was clearly warmer than my body because I could feel the warmth. When I got comfortable, I couldn't feel the warmth. Yeah, I could feel the warmth. But women the whole time. have a higher body temperature than men, anyway. Yeah, well, that's you know. We'll talk about that later in the show, and we will too. Um, but I don't know. I think that there's a few things that I would change, and some things that I think would be cool. Like for one, I think it'd be cool if they had like some kind of like earbuds or something, instead of the music just being like through the through the pod itself. Because, like, for example, when the voice telling me I was done started talking, I couldn't understand a word it was saying. I was going to say. Because he was too super quiet. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if people fall asleep in there, which you apparently did. I didn't fall asleep. But if people fall asleep in there on a routine basis, well, they're not going to hear that voice. Right. And they say that, like, the video said that if you don't wake up, that the filter would wake you up. And you weren't in your pod room when the filter turned on. Let me tell you, that filter would wake your ass up. But it would be startling as hell. I bet. 
I like bet. it was alarming. It scared the shit out of me, and I was in the shower at that point. <laughs> but it was a nice setup. The girl that helped us was a little bit weird. Mm, weird. That's um, allowed. It's but, kind of a it's kind of a weird thing to do. So you kind of expect the people who work there to be a little odd. Well, but but like I told you, after the whole damn thing, I <laughs> took my shower. I got dressed. And then I walked to the back because I heard that there was a blow dryer back there. And I, and they said something about there being like combs that you could like comb your hair. Yeah. So I did that. Combed my hair. While I'm standing there combing my hair, the chick who was helping us is on a break. And she's talking to the customer. And the customer is saying, well, um, is it okay to just wear, you know, take my bra off and just wear panties when I go in the thing? And the other girl goes, well, I wouldn't know. I never wear panties at all. And I was like, okay, I didn't need to know that. Like, why are we talking about this in front of me? I'm pretty sure you could wear whatever you wanted in that thing. I didn't know. I didn't want to know that the lady was going to go in in her panties and no bra either, to be honest with you. Like, that's just, why do people share that kind of information just out in public? It's weird. Did they know you were standing there? Yeah. They both said hi to me when I walked in the room. I don't know. Weird shit happens to me a lot of the time. But um, maybe it's because I pay more attention than most people. Would you do it again, the float? Yeah, I would do it again, especially I'm noticing, okay, if you go for a massage, that's the only thing I can really compare it to. Because, like, it's very, I'm telling you, the whole idea behind this is to force you into a meditative state. You're supposed to be meditating during that hour. And you don't have any choice. Like, when you're here, you can suddenly, like, wake up, look at your phone, do whatever. You're in that thing. You're you're screwed. You're you're laying there for the whole hour or else you're getting the hell out, one or the other. Right. And so you have to meditate the whole time. Well, anyway, when you go for a massage, it's a similar thing. You know, the idea is to relax yourself. And I find, like, with a good massage, I'm relaxed for days. Like, it feels good for days. But when you get like a half-assed massage from a professional massage person who's only after the money and they don't give a crap about the quality, yeah. you leave there and about a half hour later, you're like, well, that doesn't feel so good anymore. That feels like they beat or the crap out of Or sometimes it hurts. Yeah, like, like you're they beat sore. the hell out of you. Exactly. But this still has me feeling like my lower back is not sore. My shoulders are not sore. I have some pain in the middle of my back that I think I'm going to foam roll out of my back once we're done here yeah but i don't think it could fix that because i think that's a like a i don't know it seems like a just an issue that i always have so hold on a second i want to i want to throw a little impromptu commercial break right here okay how rude it's easier for me than having to edit it in so i'll i'll do it this way so if you're listening to this podcast and you would like to have your own podcast because you're the we, bomb. We have the answer for you. It's called Elite Podcast Academy. And you can find it, of all places, at ElitePodcastAcademy.com. It's wow. amazing. It's a done-for-you course on how to launch your, your podcast. So you don't make any mistakes. You come right out of the gate with the best possible podcast you can have. And... It costs a fraction of the $2,500 I would charge you to be your consultant and walk you through it. But guess what? Guess who's your consultant and guess who walks you through it? You. No, Yogi. 
No, oh, that's even better. I'm kidding. That's even it's better. Me. It's me. Yogi should be the narrator. It's me though. He's he's not he doesn't talk, so that just makes it kind of hard. But head on over there, elitepodcastacademy.com, click on the link to um podcast launch course and get signed up for that sucker. If you do it before the actual launch of the course, you're gonna get fifty percent off the cost of that course. That's awesome. So head on over to ElitePodcastAcademy.com. Now with that, you were a little irritated about a gender discussion, and you said you wanted to talk about it tonight. Well, okay. So first thing, I wasn't irritated because the person who posted the initial post agreed with me. So there was nothing to really irritate. But then I got to thinking about it. And I'm just annoyed by the whole thing. So I eventually got irritated. Well, why don't you tell them what it is you're annoyed about? How about you chill out and I get there, dude? Well, you know, 45 seconds of explanation and nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. And now you've made it longer. Including me. shut the hell up. Including me. Get to the point. I'm going to kick your ass later. Uh Uh-huh. Get to the point. With my foot. Whoops. Or I'll just kick something at you right now. Get to the point. Um. So, okay, I saw this post, and it said something. Where was said post? Instagram? Okay, Instagram post. Go for it. it was on Instagram. Anyway, and it was about the wage gap between men and women, and it was like a screenshot of something that Bernie Sanders said. Okay, so we already know it's probably not entirely true. Anyway, yeah, screenshot. And no, the, the statistics looked okay. So it said, like, the average white woman earns 87% of what the average white man earns. And then it... Hold, 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 hold on. 87% yeah. or or 87% less? 87%. Okay, so 13% less. Yeah. Okay. Not... A, not. I was like, what the hell? And then it, it went on to give statistics of different races, but I, I really don't feel like I should be commenting on those because I'm ultra white. So I'm going to comment on the one that actually applies to me. Okay. So now I was thinking about it and (sighs) women make different life choices than men. Different things affect women than affect men, etc. Everybody has different life experiences. And I feel like I feel like there that the it's not a uh, it's not a gender bias issue. It's a you made different life choices, so you've been left on a, led on a slightly different path of life issue. Let me explain something to you, because I've lived it. The scenario you're talking about doesn't just apply to women either. That's why I don't believe it's a gender gap issue. Because when I worked at Restaurants on the Run, the owners were three entrepreneurs. And the two of the owners were brothers, the CEO and the sale, director of sales were brothers. Okay, so clearly they walked in lockstep for the most part. Okay. And he, the CEO, he joined what was called at the time the Young Entrepreneurs Organization, YEO. Okay. And one of the one of the requirements is you had to run like a million dollars in revenue in a year or something like that at the time. I don't even know what it is now. It's higher than that now. Um, but in any event, because more entrepreneurs wanted to join who weren't within the young ages, they turned it into entrepreneurs organization. 
Well, he became the global chairman of the entrepreneurs organization at some point. That's how much into that whole entrepreneurial spirit he was. <laughs> okay. And he treated his employees the same way. Work your ass off, get paid more. Don't work your ass off, get paid less. Make excuses and don't come to work, get paid less. And like my salary was $80,000 a year. Okay. What I took home was more like two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollars. Because you got performance bonuses. Exactly, and I busted my ass for those people. And I would work, I would come to work at seven o'clock in the morning, and I would get off there at like three, four o'clock. I'd go home, I'd eat dinner, and then it would be like seven o'clock at night, and I'd work from seven until midnight, and then do it all over again. Sometimes I'd work till seven until two, three in the morning, do it all over again. But I got my shit done. I got work done. And I kept things under control. And like I told you, we grew from $4 million a year and 5% online to $40 million a year and 90% online. That's a huge profit margin change. But anyway, the point being, there were men there, too, that were like, oh, I have a runny nose. I'm going to stay home today. Right. And guess what? Those men, they made less money than everyone else. because. And where the gap begins, it's not a, yo, Joe Blow, you're getting started at $10 an hour oh, Gina, you're getting $8 an hour. They both get $10 an hour. Where the gap comes in is from the people who are continually calling in sick or taking longer breaks yeah, or, the gap comes from or not getting their job bonuses. done. So then it's time for a raise. If Gina, let's just switch the, the story around a little bit. Let's say Gina worked harder than Dave. Gina's going to get an 8% raise. Dave's going to get a 2% raise. Uh-oh, we have a 6% gap just on the pay raise. Right. And I know that the, the articles about this that you, you can read, they say that women are making choices to go and like take maternity leave and have babies. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't expect that your performance when you're doing those things is the same as somebody else who's not making those choices. You're missing work. You have your kid's place. So you're not putting in those extra hours afterwards. Your kid is sick. So you're taking a sick day. Like, like, don't expect to get the same promotions if you're making those choices. And that applies to both. If well, you're if you're a dad and you're going to be the one who takes sick days, don't expect to get the same promotions. But if you're anyone, but if you're anyone and you're taking time off, don't expect to get the same right. raises and promotions. Anybody, I don't care, man, woman, married, not married, have children, don't have children. You're if you take time off from work that other people aren't taking time off from. Yep. Then you have a problem. Like okay was perfect for me because i used to work from home tuesdays and fridays so as a as an executive i worked a lot of days when i was sick anyway mm -hmm. but there'd be times where like it would be monday morning and i'd wake up and i'd feel like oh i think i'm gonna get the flu or whatever you know i'd still go to work isolate myself in the in my office and tell people to kind of stay away and then i'd go home you know why because I knew that I had Tuesday to work from home. And so if I was going to work a little bit slower or whatever, no one knew because I was working at home. Right. I would always work, but I was working at home. And like you made the comment, when you work from home, being sick isn't such a big, isn't deal. Such a big deal. Because you can be a giant pile of snot and nobody cares. You can work slower. You can work like 10 hours at slow And if you need a break every five minutes, you can take a break every five minutes and no one's going to say anything right. to you about it. But you're, but the bottom line is that when people have that entrepreneurial spirit, well, then you're going to get paid more effort you put in, the more money you're going to get right. paid. Less effort you put in, less money you're going to get paid. But here's the key. You said it. 
but I want to make sure we highlight it. Is there anything wrong no. with a woman having a baby? No. Is there anything wrong with a woman taking time off when she has a of baby? Of course not. No. Is there anything wrong that when the child is sick, the woman stays home and takes a sick day? Of course no. not. None of that is wrong. None of it. It's what they should do. Where it's wrong is when they expect that the other person right, who is right next to them and works all of the days that they didn't work and takes none of the time off that they right. took off and doesn't ever have to take a exactly. sick day for somebody else and is there every single day, more than 40 hours a week, five, six days a week, every single month, every single quarter, every single half a year, every single year, and then it get to the end of the year. Now the boss is going to go, Jane does a good job. I'm going to give her a 3% raise. Bob over here, though. He does a good job, and he's always here when I need him. I can pass things off to him. I'm going to give him a 5% raise. He deserves he deserves the recognition for being here all that time. So did Jane get a bad raise? No, she got a good raise. She got 3%. That's what he's given. He got the extra because he did the extra. I think back to when I was working at H&R because it's like the yeah. perfect example. It was me and Work Mike. Okay. We both... Started within the same three-month period. We both had the same starting wage, etc. Uh-huh. Now, if there was going to be raises, he would have deserved more of a raise than me. Why? Because I called in sick more. Yeah. I missed. And I, I always made up for them by working extra hours on certain days. But I missed more days of work overall than he did. By a lot. So if there was going to be a raise, he deserved it more than, or he deserved more of a raise than I did. Well, and there you go. And I don't think that's unreasonable. And I can admit that. And it has nothing to do with me being female. It has everything to do with me not wanting to go to work some days. Like, like I, would, I made that choice. Well, I mean, I can even apply it to being self-employed. I think that, and we know this to be true, there's times where... This is the hardest thing about being self-employed. So, and in a way, it's the fair. It, it's also fair that it be this way. And right. You'll understand in a second. So, when when I'm employed by another company and they're writing mm -hmm. me a paycheck, pretty much as long as I show up to work and move forward with my workload, they understand that sometimes I'm going to be faster and sometimes I'm going to be slower. But right. I'm going to get a paycheck auto-deposited into my bank account whenever payday is, at least twice a month. Right. Okay? When you're an entrepreneur uh -huh. and you have some shit going on in your life that's stressing you out, like you're afraid that you're going to get sued or something's going to happen to you. Or you or catch a nasty sick, bug. Or you're sick. You can't rely on that paycheck coming because if you don't do the work... You don't get paid. Right. And that's why we're working on this whole system that we're working on because we want the business revenue side us. to kind of take care of us, not the other way around. Right. And so like like something like the um, podcast launch service, you know, if, if I could do one, think about that. If I could do one of those a week, mm -hmm. extra 10 grand in revenue. I mean. Right. And that's just one a week. And, and, then, and then with the with the course, if enough people buy that course, I don't have to do anything for that course except maybe answer customer service inquiries. 
that's the even the best case scenario. You're on autopilot. We could go to Vegas for a week, a week, and spend money and come back with more money in the bank than we left with. Well, and I, I think, I've experienced it. I think in the back past. to last week, where you were sick, I was sick, then you were really sick, and I was really sick, and you. We're like, you should not work on Thursday. You should just hang out, be comfortable, relax, so you can get better. And it worked. I will I will not doubt this even for a second. But I was so freaking stressed out on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday trying to catch up the work from Thursday that I'm not entirely sure it was worth it. <laughs> but see, and I think it is. Do you? As long as it's doable to catch up, I think it's worth it. Because here's the thing. Ultimately, you'd have fallen that far behind anyway because you're not going to move as fast when you're sick. So if your sickness lasted for like five more days, that's five more days of you screwing up your workload. Well, yeah, and it, it's it's stressful because you're already sick, so you know you're not working at your capacity. And so things are taking longer. So you're either working more hours or things are not getting done, one or the other. And then then you add the stress of, well, if this shit doesn't get done, then I'm not going to get paid. Right. So you have to do it and you just get the work done. And that's my point. You can't just sit back and rely on a paycheck. Right. You have to bust your butt no matter what. And so that's why I say people with an entrepreneurial spirit are going to bust their butt no matter what. And other people are going to just kind of be like, ho-hum. And I'm going to say this too. Look at you. You're the same person. But back then, you'd want to call in sick. Now, because it's your livelihood... And your business and your reputation, and you don't have a paycheck that's just going to come to you, whether you go to work or you don't go to work, you care more about it. Dude. So you're the same person. I would call in sick because you and I would stay on the phone too late. Sometimes. Let's be real. That's not an excuse. Right. There's always the, hey, I got to go to bed now. But no, it's, it's that I'm just, I'm saying I would call in sick sometimes because we would stay on the phone too late, and I didn't feel like going the next morning. Not often, obviously, but... But my point is, and, it's still you're the same person, and you don't do that now. So the point is, it's not just that people are that way. It's all about your attitude about the job you're doing, too. And if you would have let me finish what I was going to say, I was about to agree with you. Nah, you weren't. So, go eat a dick. I don't believe that you were going to agree with me. Hey, so I want to say something, because he just reminded me over there. The Dunk Man, I think we mentioned in one of the shows that the Dunk Man got adopted. My gosh, did he get adopted by the most perfect people for him? Perfect people. Like, they need, we're going to pick him up tomorrow, which is Saturday. We're, it's a Friday right now. So, it's Saturday. It's the day before Super Bowl. They were going to pick him up. And she calls me and she says, Hey, I wanted to ask you this. Um, I took some time off to be with him. When he comes, and now my work is asking me to postpone that and go down to Mexico, and I won't be back until Tuesday, and I'll leave on Sunday. She goes, I can still take him if you want on Saturday, and then my friend um, will watch him, but I'm not sure he'll be that comfortable with that. I said, you know what? Just keep him with, um, keep him with us until Tuesday, and then just pick him up on the way from Mexico to going home. She goes, oh, I'm so glad you said that. That's what I was hoping that you would say such nice people and she's posting on her instagram pictures of duncan i mean they love this dog and they don't even have him yet mr wiener 
has a new family. It's amazing, Mr. Wiener. And he has a brother named Dim Sum. I love that name for that dog. Dim Sum is the cutest wiener dog I've ever met in my life. He's really cute. FYI. Yeah, he's super cute. Dim Sum gets an A plus in my book. If they yeah. wanted to trade us Dim Sum for Duncan, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. He is really cute. He is really cute. So, I guess bottom line, we both agree that there is no wage gap between the genders because of gender. No. The wage gap exists, and I feel like that shows that women make slightly less work-oriented choices. Slightly less, though. 13% doesn't seem like a whole crap load less. And now, I'm, I'm going to put this disclaimer on here, because I'm not saying this to discount people who legitimately have ultra-sexist bosses who actually pay them less because they're female or because but, they're male. Because they exist, I know this, but I don't feel like they're the norm. What do you say to people who say that they have to take the time off to take care of their child and they have to take time off when they're pregnant what do you say to them you don't have to do anything you're making that choice one one you could hire a nanny you could sacrifice the money instead of sacrificing the productivity at work you're making a family choice that's it it's a choice the ironic part about what you said is you could sacrifice and have the nanny but in the end it's like an investment in your career because your career is going to grow you're going to make more money you only have so much you to go around you can put it mostly in family or you can put it mostly in work or you can split it evenly but you only have so much you you have to make sacrifices somewhere you can't give 100 percent to your work and 100 percent to your family and people give different percentages of themselves to both things and i think that's where the wage gap comes from and i think men are stereotypically more likely to give more to work than to family well, okay, but then that piggybacks on the comment of I'm forced to do X. Maybe they are forced to do it because their husband refuses to do it ever. Nanny. See, yeah, I'm asking the questions that people ask, and you have the answer. Because, yeah, if you had a nanny, wouldn't matter. And let me, let me also add the disclaimer that if I had tiny humans, I would be a family chooser. Over a work chooser. So well, but like like Heather, you know, Matt's fiance, Heather, she's a nanny. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think she gets paid a massive amount of money, but I'm sure she gets paid pretty well because I mean, let's face it, she's with kids all day long and there are multiple of them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, let's say she makes fifteen dollars an hour. You know, is that and everyone's oh it's such an easy job. It's not an easy job. Especially taking care of someone. It's not an easy job taking care of your own kids for eight hours a day. Taking care of someone else's kids is a hundred times worse because they don't even want to listen to you right. when you talk to them. If I had a penny for every time I watched a kid who told me I wasn't his dad and I shouldn't tell him what to do, I'd at least have a dollar. But, but anyway, you get my point. It's happened a hundred times at least. If I've successfully pissed you off, kindly send us an email and tell me because I, I would love to know if you're angry. Info at yogispodcastnetwork.com, you know? Or you we, can hit me up on Instagram at yogis underscore podcast underscore network. We should create two email addresses. We should create an email address like bitching at you at <laughs> yogispodcastnetwork.com and giving you love at yogispodcastnetwork.com. And then that way, the people who are... On our side, can send us to giving you love, and the people who 
are totally pissed off by what we say can send us an email at bitching at you. Keep it simpler. You rock and fuck you. Yeah. At Yoga yeah, There you go. I mean, of course, that means the explicit <laughs> tag has to be on every episode as we advertise that. But whatever. Um, it's interesting. It's funny, though. Wouldn't it be hilarious? You to put the explicit tag on for one F-bomb? Yeah. How rude. Apple, rethink your life. It's not Apple, really. Not so much as Google, believe it or not. Um, anyway. Everyone rethink your life. <laughs> I think that we have come to the conclusion that we're both on the same page on that issue. I think that we are both on the same page on the floating issue, too. I think we both feel the same way about that floating. Yeah, I think we saw the $99 package and how it said you could gift your floats to someone else. I think if you and I could spend $100 a month and both go for a float for an hour and meditate like that for an hour a month, that we would probably get benefit out of it. Yeah. I didn't, you know what I didn't, knock on wood, didn't get today? Blood pressure headache. Interesting. Did not get blood pressure headache. Well, at this point in the day, time to buy it. Time to buy a float pod and put it in my parking space, my second parking God, space. That'd be so cool. In the second parking space, there's no electricity. Yeah, I'll just put in the first parking space and tap yeah. into that electrical line that's right there. There you go. Park the car over there by Deborah. I, I, you know what? If we had one in like our house, I would probably do it for like 20 minutes a day. Yeah. What would that goes to tell you though? I'm still thinking in the back of my mind and I laid there and I couldn't have any thoughts. But when I got out and I was showering, I was thinking about this. It felt so relaxing and good that I should probably focus on a little bit of meditation every single day. Because I really believe that a big part of why it relaxes you, yes, the salty water holding you floating on air, yes, that helps. And that it's the same temperature, that helps a big percentage, probably 50%. But the other 50% is that it forces you to meditate for a whole hour. And I could not think of anything Dude, else. I think the benefit is 100% from the meditation if your goal is relaxation and not like recovery from sports yeah that's the from that's from the epsom salts let's be real but if your goal is relaxation it's 100 percent the meditation but the the floating in the like perfect environment just takes it to the next freaking level but okay if i want to lower my blood pressure that was one of the goals they give you there uh-huh. couldn't i accomplish that through meditation exactly you could 100 percent. but i think if your blood pressure went down let's go with a nice even five points on whichever number you feel, maybe like call it 5%, I think you'd probably get it at down like 7 or 8% because you're taking your meditation and your relaxation to the next level. There's less distractions in that funky little pod. Yeah, that part's true. Like I try to like lay in bed and do that meditation thing that I like and Yogi will jingle and it will like jolt me out of it. Like the only thing that jolted me out of this was one, a water dripped on my eye. That was kind of offensive. And then two, I thought some bitch was coming in the room. <laughs> like Yeah. It was a really weird experience though in the fact in the sense that like it felt like when I went to the um tanning salon for the first time. Yeah. Just a really alien experience. Less claustrophobic than a tanning bed. But it's but it's an well, I used to go to the tubes that you stand in. Yeah. But it's so alien because like those you'd get inside and you'd close the door 
and then you'd take off your clothes and you'd either get naked or you'd get down to like just your underwear. Uh-huh. Then you'd go inside this other room, close the door and turn on the dial and the heat lamp would come on. I think if I was going into tanning too, but I'd just do it in the naked. And you'd set it you'd set it to like <laughs> four minutes and then you'd get used to it. Then the next time you set it to six minutes. Then you'd get used to it. But it was alien at first. Really weird. And this was the same kind of thing. Like, they dump you off in this room. And let me tell you, they they did not leave a lot of room for extra walking space. No, my clothes got wet because I didn't hang them on the hooks. I put them on the bench. So, like, that tells you how cramped the little room was. Yeah, like, it was, was there was shower, cramped. there was a get naked space, and there was a giant ass pod. That's it. And that was it. But so. anyway, if you live in the North Orange County, Central Orange County area, check out Float Easy in Costa Mesa because your first float is free, and that's really awesome if you're even remotely interested. And yeah. we're not endorsed by them. We just think it was cool. Yeah, it was a neat experience. And we do not get paid to say that. Zero percent. So well, we did get a free float, but everybody gets a free float. So there's that. Yeah, <laughs> and don't believe there it's your last week to get the free float because it's a it's lot. right in there. It's painted on their window. Yeah, first timers are free. Yeah, and if you think I was thinking about that when I first got in there, it's very smart on their part. Great marketing ploy. Here, try it out. I think so too. And not only that, how about this? It's a brick and mortar business using internet marketing to work because. <laughs> what did you have to give them when you signed up for an appointment? Oh, I bet you I get all sorts of emails from them now. Yeah, because they now have your email address. Which is okay. If they want to send me promos, that's no big deal. But that's not my point. My point is just that they're using internet marketing, but they're well, of course. a brick-and-mortar business. It's ingenious. Well, and I think that if like 5% of the people who come in for their free float buy some kind of package, that they're probably making a profit. Yeah. That's why they give it away. But here's the thing. It makes you wonder, like, okay, you're essentially saying that a float is worth about 45 bucks. Even well, though I saw some gift cards that were like 22 bucks. Well, I said 50 because... But, but okay, 50 is a good round number. Yeah. But 50 is a good round number. How many of those $50 floats do they have to give away before somebody... Um, buys a package because that's then your cost to acquire a customer and it could be quite high well like i said i think that i think they probably get about between five and ten percent of people purchasing more floats well i mean it's like it doesn't matter i mean if your cost to acquire a customer is eight thousand dollars but the pro but the program that you're selling is twenty thousand dollars exactly who cares exactly i mean you're making 12 grand exactly more for me to edit. Anyway, I'm being assaulted by a cat. And I am super sleepy. So I guess that means... Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Yogi Dog. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show... Please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.